Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Pagans Tonight Radio Network, the voice of the pagan world. Pagans Tonight is sponsored by Witchschool.com, your anyone, anytime, anywhere magical education. Hello, and welcome to Elder Talk Radio. I am Reverend Stephanie Neal, and I'm so happy that you're here and spending a few minutes with me. And with that said, happy Samhain season. You see, this is the time for endings and a time for beginnings. A time for, I would say, transformation and birth. Samhain begins every October 31st, continuing until November 1st. Now, I celebrate Samhain as a season from October 1st to November 1st, and yes, the entire month, giving every opportunity to explore and utilize this Samhain season. So let us talk about Samhain so that you may begin a new study for yourself. And as each person studies, they will discover different things because they'll be looking at different sources. So some may ask, who celebrates Samhain? Some pagans celebrate Samhain, most Wiccans, almost, uh, well, among other, others across the world, Now, some say that Samhain is based on several traditions, while others say that each fall celebration innately sprang forth as an original celebration from most traditions, separately from each other, and additionally, most had the same reasons to celebrate Tide. So you know, there's the whole gambit in there, and it depends, once again, of what and how you study each of these versions. And this is always a sticking point on how traditions and religions celebrated their holidays or sabbats originally. It's difficult to find the origins concerning these. Now, most holidays were passed down by word of mouth or by songs or dances or the art. All this were utilized to pass down their practices until the human race began to pass information by 
writing their traditions on mountains, inside caves, and uh, standing stones, eventually writing on paper, all types of paper and all types of writing devices, until, the, of course, the printing press uh, came to be, and then, of course, that really uh, made the, the writing device uh, uh, almost obsolete, dealing with getting out information uh, quicker and uh, can be spread around the world. Now, there was no guarantee, even though writing could be spread, knowledge could be spread throughout the world, there still was no guarantee that the archive writers were going to be 100% accurate, nor influenced by other religions uh, and teachings, or just claimed the practices originated from their own culture as a history revisionist, erasing rituals and practices of old. There were reasons for history revision. Politics, uh, bad research, lazy research, one nation rising up against another and removing as much of the defeated nation's practices as possible, especially religious practices. There are some reasons why historians and uh, look at everything with clear eyes so that they get the right story. And that is a difficult thing to do. And so all this they that many, not just historians, uh, the scientists and theologians, uh, just so many different uh, professions make it their business to hunt down good leads, leads that that lead that lead them nowhere happens uh, several times, but yet they have to take take those leads and see where it takes them. And then they compare their findings with each other and other um, professions, not just their own profession. They travel the world, you know, just uncovering the true stories about a place, person, or practice, uncovering as much as they can in search of the origins of a practice, of a civilization. I mean, there are practices and why they celebrate them. And information collected from long forgotten civilizations are unearthed even to this day. Discoveries are unearthed and then practices are reassessed to see, oh, that's how they practiced that. At relics just waiting to be studied, like puzzle pieces waiting to complete an ancient picture. 
So these were and are today the influences when a holiday was first birthed in the beginning. And once again, it's so difficult to find the very beginnings of almost anything. And then its birth was then passed down through humans' hands. And that's where it falls apart a little bit because it's difficult to find the origins of, of anything. And then as they're passed through human hands, just think about the game telephone. Sometimes one person can't even pass all the information accurately to the second person. And what does that second person do? They can only pass what they received and on and on. So it is a hard task to get to the bottom of uh, practices and religions of, of the past. And uh, I think historians, archaeologists, and all these other scientists, uh, theologians have done, I think, a pretty good job of uncovering, and they recognize that still there's more to be uh, uncovered. Now, as time passed over the centuries and more information was put into black and white, it still doesn't mean that that's truth in there or all truth in there. The information was passed then from country to country, some directly and some indirectly were influenced when they received the information and those that gave the information. So see, there's just, there's just so many variables. And that said, let's talk about some holidays that are akin to Samhain. Now, Samhain, uh, well, let's start with um, Jadi. Now, Jadi, let me spell each of these, these uh, festivals so that you can start or continue your study on Samhain and try to go back as far as you can if that's your, your interest. But... Uh, Shadi is spelled D-Z-I-A-D-Y. So Shadi is a Slavic pre-Christian practice celebrating their ancestors. And Shadi is also practiced by uh, the Lithuanians, the Poles, the Ukrainians, and the Belarusians. And as many practices, I'm sure there's more countries that practice many of these festivals. Then there's Allentide, also known as Feast of St. Allen, which is a Cornish holidays celebrated October 31st. 
Then there is Kolanjia, and that's spelled C-A-L-A-N, then G-A-E-A-F. So Kolanjia is Welsh, celebrated the first day of winter, denoting this new beginning as Samhain, November 1st. Carillians also celebrate Samhain, November 1st. Now, one practice when celebrating uh, Gaulangia, the folks avoided crossroads and churchyards, whereby some wells believe, well, are the spirits gathered? This is where, these are the places where the spirits gather two times a year. The spring and autumn equinox. The common term is communion of the living with the dead. I just love that. Communion of the living with the dead. They believed by performing practices they would be given favor from the ancestors that lived on their land. Some refer to this practice as feeding the ancestors for favors. So in other words, they would do rituals or give them some type of foods to garnish favor from people that plowed that land before them, that lived on that land before them. So that's beautiful. Then there's the Day of the Dead. Now, once again, with each of these holidays, there are many, many practices that each holiday brings with them. But I'm just trying to touch enough to to, to show you that the celebrating... The, the New Year, celebrating the ancestors, is across the world. So now the Day of the Dead, celebrated in the lovely country of Mexico. It begins November 1st and ends on November 2nd. Now there's colorful altars are constructed in honor of the ancestors that have passed through the veil. Now what they do is they place a bounty of food and favorite mementos in front of the ancestors' uh, pictures. So in other words, it would be the ancestors' favorite food uh, or and their favorite activity or friends. They're absolutely included in, in this too. So they would have pictures of friends and anything that would remind them of what their friend would enjoy doing on this side of the veil. A holiday mostly celebrated by those of Mexican heritage, though I think that that's changed in the last several decades. I mean, the Day of the Dead is celebrated in other countries as well, as we all know. 
Then there's the Haptune, and Haptune is H-O-P-T-U-N-A-A. And Haptune is celebrated on October 31st. This is an Irish Celtic festival. Remembering the Celtic day begins and ends at sunset. Now, Samhain is also based on the festival called uh, Fesh, and that's spelled F-E-I-S. So, called Fesh in Ireland, Samhain originally celebrated not only the Celtic Irish, also the Gaelic uh, the Gaelic, uh, well, the Gaelic Irish and the Gaelic Scots, the Brits on the Isle of Man, the Welsh, and those living in northern France, which is a gorgeous place to be on earth. They have such wonderful, beautiful uh, cave drawings uh, in northern France. It's just beautiful. And of course, Samhain is now practiced in many countries across the world with, I'm sure, uh, a little flavor of the country they're celebrating in. It just happens that way. Now, the sources that attest that Samhain originally called Fesh is found in the 10th century Irish literature marking the beginning of winter in Gaelic Ireland. For those that love research, I think I have given you many examples to start your hunt. So Samhain is many things. It celebrates the last harvest, the first day of a new year. It is the Celtic's New Year, day of winter, Samhain honors the dead, even though I prefer the transitioned, because I don't believe that we die, our flesh may transform into something else, but we go and move on to a, a new neighborhood while also remaining here in some form, but our most of our of our soul and consciousness moves to a new neighborhood. It depends how we want to spend our time in the in the um, on the other side of the veil. And Samhain acknowledges that, that this time of the year is when the veil is the thinnest which means it is easier to communicate with spirits. Though, if you work with the ancestors, they are available to you every day of the year. Because some uh, well, mediums work differently. Uh, some cause, invoke the spirits to come into this side of the veil in some form while other mediums will travel to their side 
of the veil and communicate with them. So there's there's different types of uh, mediumship, and just want to throw that in there since this is uh, sound and that is part of it, uh, communicating uh, with uh, the transitioned. Then uh, Samhain celebrates that we are entering the dark half of the year, which is six months, in the northern hemisphere. Uh, In other words, when Halloween or Samhain shows up, that's where the dark half of the year begins, in the northern hemisphere. And the dark side of the year is the time we look inward, working on our shadow side, reassessing our works and how we are growing as a human being. And it's a season to see the future, divining, making meaningful plans for the future, for the far future, for the near future recognizing that when there's an ending, there's a beginning, and that there's a, a planning there. And yes, there is an in-between time between the end and the beginning, and that's what you explore. So I'm going to leave you with a, a little song, which I'm not going to sing, because <laughs> I can't, uh, and... This is one of the celebrations that I mentioned, and it's Hatuna. And uh, I can see where where the children would get some of their sayings when they would knock on the door on Halloween and say, "Trick, you know, trick or treat." And uh, and I'll uh, just read this first uh, little thing. And it says, Haptune, my mother's gone away, and she won't be back until the morning. Ginny the witch flew over the house to fetch the stick to lather the mouse. Haptune, my mother's gone away, and she won't be back until the morning. Haptune. And by the way, Ginny was a real person. Uh, and uh, even though that wasn't her real name, uh, I think her name was Joni Loney. Uh, yeah, I. But she was tried as a witch in 1715. And uh, yeah, I mean they didn't they didn't kill her, but they gave her some kind of punishment, unpleasant punishment. So they, the children came up with this little little uh, chant. But when I was talking about the trick-or-treat tr- trick thing, uh, this is one that could, that was, this is part of a song. And uh, some of the songs almost threatened people when they would, when they would knock at the knock at the door, uh, uh, you know, saying that a witch would come and uh, get them. I mean, so some of the chants aren't exactly pleasant, 
But this is part of his song. It's the very last part of the song. And it says, except this is nice, it's not going to threaten you. And it says, if you're going to give us anything, give it to us soon before we run away with the light of the moon. Okay, so it wasn't threatening, but it's still <laughs> like a little, uh, little attitude there. <laughs> okay, until next time. Happy Samhain and Happy Halloween.
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.